hello, hello. My name is Rula Jessica, and I am here to remind you that you don't need to look for love because you already are love. If you don't know what I'm talking about, keep listening to Lessons from Love Addiction. Okay, so first of all, Happy New Year, and I hope the holiday season was amazing and that you are happy and full of peace and that you got some rest and that you are emotionally sober. But even if you're not, that's okay too. This is a safe space and cry it out, dance it out, scream it out, or just silently sit there and process it and move through it. Because if we strip away all of the things that obscure love, all we have left is love, right? So that leads me to today's topic, which is the love languages, but not in the way that you may think that we're going to discuss it. So if you don't know what the five love languages are, it's basically a concept that was based on a book by this doctor named Gary Chapman that's called The Five Love Languages. How to express heartfelt commitment to your mate. And so this was based on a long time of his work and the findings that he had gathered from being a marriage counselor. And it basically details five different ways that people give and receive love. So the five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, gifts, and physical touch. And the basis, like the reason that they wanted to kind of like quantify these ways of giving and receiving love was in order to create better relationships basically to create a better understanding of each other's needs in a partnership and be able to provide that to your partner in order to foster or establish greater intimacy trust love between the two but what if we put our own little twist on it and we figure out what our love language is and then give it to ourselves instead of Figuring out what it is in order to communicate this to our current or potential partner in order for them to make us feel loved. Let's get into it. So like I've mentioned before, I was single for a year when I was first recovering from love addiction and I was dating myself, getting to know myself and trying to just figure out what made me feel loved because I realized that in my relationship history I was so focused on trying to figure out what the best way to make my partner feel loved was so that they wouldn't leave me or they would commit to me even more or they could give me this attention and this approval and this validation I craved because I couldn't source it from within if I just loved them perfectly, if I provided everything that they needed from me. So I was so caught up in this whole song and dance that I never 
realized that not only was I not getting what I needed, like this is not like a reciprocal thing in any way, but I could also provide these things for myself. So what do I mean by that? Okay, so first love language, words of affirmation, right? I never realized until I started giving words of affirmation to myself and celebrating my accomplishments and my achievements, no matter how small, I never realized how much these actually helped me increase my self-love until I started providing them to myself. Like not only would I write like cute little post-it notes on my mirror, like you're beautiful, I love you. I would write actual like, prayers of positivity and print them out and post them around my house. I would congratulate myself and celebrate myself, like literally throw my own little solo dance party by myself in my house just for closing my fitness ring on my health app on my iPhone or just sticking to my budget for the week. Like the smallest things, like I would full on celebrate, invite that energy of celebration and gratitude into my life and affirm it with words of affirmation and positivity and be like you are so strong you are so smart you are so beautiful you are so amazing look what you did you got this wow go you words of affirmation and it really changed my self-concept even though it felt kind of silly in the beginning to be like you're beautiful I love you like you got this you're so strong because I didn't actually feel those things in the beginning when I started kind of like forcing myself to affirm them but then it slowly started shifting my actual beliefs in myself and then I would see the manifestation of the results of these shifted beliefs in my life And I would continue doing it until it became an actual reality. I would look in the mirror and actually feel like I am beautiful. I would successfully navigate my emotions without having to numb them through substances or through men. Congratulate myself. Affirm that I am strong and I am capable and I am the creator of my reality rather than the victim of it, right? I affirm it. Words of affirmation. Another thing I would do to affirm positive words to myself in my life, to love myself through the love language of words of affirmation is I would put classical music on, instrumental, no lyrics, and I would just journal, just write, set a timer, literally just write, stream of consciousness thoughts, whatever was on my mind, just dump it through the pen onto the paper for those 10 minutes while the music was playing. And then if there was any negativity that were in my words so after the 10 minutes are up I would reread what I had written if there were any questions there if there was any negativity that I felt was not in alignment with my true self which is inherently positive because it's love and it's made of love right I would answer those questions and I would re- write the negativity and reframe it into positivity and words of affirmation telling ourselves these it's actually been scientifically proven to cause positive change in our brains in our neural pathways and also psychologically for our self-concept because the better we feel about ourselves the better we are able to handle any issues that come our way any difficulties in life so another one of 
the love languages that are especially important to me in a partnership is quality time. So when I was trying to figure out how to give that to myself, just, you know, spending time with myself, meditating was a way for me to give myself quality time, just sleeping in, not setting an alarm, you know, obviously if it's a day that I don't have to work. <laughs> I'll sleep in and just wake up and have a soft morning, not plan anything for that day and just use my intuition to lead me wherever my soul needs to be for that day. That's spending quality time with myself. Even just getting silent and asking source for ideas for this podcast or reading and researching just to make sure that you know specific things I say are accurate on here that's spending quality time with myself because it's like my hobby like I'm doing something that I love by myself for myself with no agenda no destination to reach other than joy quality time and that's different than you know the quality time as a love language that you expect from your partner because in my experience that always involves some sort of compromise I mean unless you're dating someone exactly like you or you're with someone exactly like you usually spending quality time with them involves some sort of compromise right but that's not the case with yourself you don't have to conform to what anyone else wants to do other than yourself you don't have to honor anyone else's schedule and once I realized how comfortable that was for me and how loved I felt loving myself by spending quality time with myself and not judging myself for it for not doing something you know quote-unquote productive and just following my joy and relishing my bliss helped me get really clear and understand myself better and what I like doing with my time that way that way now that I'm in a partnership I can really still carve out that time for myself and without my partner and get clear about what I want to accomplish for my own personal goals and also what I would like us to evolve towards as a unit so that quality time with myself is really important as a self-love language in order to better show up as a self-loving person in my partnership once I've established this habit of routinely giving myself quality time by myself for myself I'm able to also be more open and receptive and present with my partner because I'm not distracted thinking like, oh, like I need to do this or I need to do that. Like I've already processed all of that in my own quality time. So the quality time that I spend with him is even more joyful and fulfilling because it's not functioning as a placeholder for the quality time and the self-love that I've been neglecting giving myself. It's like an addition to that. It's like the cherry on top. Our love is like an enhancement, a celebration, almost a reflection of my own self-love. And then another really important love language for me is physical touch. So how I give this to myself? Being a Scorpio you know, water being my element. I'm a water sign. I really love taking baths. And while I'm in there, I may or may not get up to physically loving myself. 
if you know what I mean, which I highly, highly encourage you all to do. I'm not much of like a skincare girly like i'm kind of lazy when it comes to beauty stuff so i can't recommend like personally to get like super into skincare but i know a lot of fellow love addicts that really have gotten into skincare just to simulate physical touch as a self-love language with literally glowing results so it's like a win-win Like, I've started also scheduling massages for myself, which is another way to get my needs met without resorting to acting out in harmful ways or using other people to get this need met. And then another thing that I did during recovery just to get my physical touch needs met was I really invested in luxury items like comfy cozy slippers fluffy blankets big oversized hoodies and it just made me feel like hugged and loved and cuddled even though I was by myself so it's like a huge huge help and then another thing that I discovered about myself once I started loving myself using my own love languages was that I really loved gifting myself different things. So receiving gifts wasn't really on the top of the list and my priorities when it came to my love languages, as in how I felt loved by my partner. Receiving gifts is pretty low on the list because I would much rather have quality time or like an hour of cuddling then like receive a gift but that's just me but once I started loving myself with my own self-love language I would book trips for myself and that would make me so happy I would order things online like just like random things that had been sitting in my shopping cart for like ages I'd just be like you know waiting for the right time where I could reward myself into buying it nope I would just buy them on a whim within reason obviously or I would order takeout once a week and And just give myself like a cheat day, eat whatever I wanted, no guilt. That's giving myself gifts, gifting myself like material things or trips, like experiences. And to be honest, when it came to gifting myself, I believe that investing in trips for my own self just enriched my life so much more than any like physical items I got myself I mean there are a few exceptions there are a few things that are like staples obviously like my closet or whatever but trips definitely gifting myself never ever regretted it like even a bad trip is still an experience you know and then finally acts of service the fifth love language right so this is another one that was pretty low on the list when it came to how i felt loved by a partner because acts of service are things like oh you know fixing something around the house that you don't want to fix or running an errand that you don't feel like running or you know doing the dishes doing a chore that you know your partner really doesn't like acts of service and that's something being the codependent that I am, I would much rather be of service than have acts of service performed for me when in a relationship. But acts of service towards myself hold a whole different kind 
of value because for me acts of service are things like making sure that i have scheduled my week properly that i'm getting everything done you know that i sit in my planner plan my week out and stick to that schedule or stick to a budget or stick to a cleaning schedule or make sure that i am reaching out to fellow love addicts or brainstorming and scheduling and making sure that i am releasing this podcast on time these are all acts of service that i give to myself just to reinforce the notion that i matter that my time is valuable that i'm worthy of planning ahead and scheduling and having good things happen to me and for me acts of service scheduling my beauty appointments and making sure that i have that time for my self-care you know for like my nails or my eyebrows or whatever it is acts of service serving myself for myself it just hits different once you apply these love languages to yourself because then whoever comes into your life can only add to this romance that you've already established with your own self they're just adding more love on top of the love that you've already built instead of feeding you crumbs of love that you can't give to yourself or so you thought so if you have no idea what these love languages are as in this is the first time you're hearing of them i highly encourage you to just google love languages and there's like so many online quizzes and just see which ones resonate for you and then apply them to your own life for yourself by yourself and watch how you see yourself and the relationship that you have with yourself blossom and flourish and everything that i've mentioned here are just suggestions and like things that i've done personally that i that have worked for me but obviously you know mix it up find out what works for you because knowing your own self-love language is truly essential for your mental health and your well-being and there's no right or wrong way to love yourself and it's not selfish to love yourself and to care for yourself it's not arrogant it's another thing that we've been taught it's like especially us women and especially women that are mothers it's like almost ingrained into society that self-care is like this selfish indulgent thing like we have been programmed since we were little as women to constantly be caretaking for other people it's like nah like let's turn that entire narrative on its head and start taking care of ourselves because we can't nurture others from an empty cup right we can't nurture others when we haven't nurtured ourselves so learning how to love ourselves and have compassion and empathy and care for ourselves is about learning what we want to also receive from others and what we want to give and receive from ourselves instead of sourcing everything that we need externally from outside of ourselves it's learning to find ways to show ourselves that we love ourselves because we are worthy and we deserve it and most importantly the more that we get to know ourselves and the more that we love ourselves the less we are accepting of anything 
that is of a lower caliber than the love we have grown accustomed to, to feeling, to giving ourselves. Anything else will feel like a downgrade, rightfully so. So once I applied all these things and I started loving myself and I saw my confidence increasing, I had more compassion for myself when I would like make mistakes. I started like trusting myself more and my intuition. I stopped like comparing myself to other people. I was just in my own lane, thriving, moisturized, nourished, loving myself, not concerned with who liked me or what other people were doing or whether I was going to find someone. And I just stopped giving my power to anything or anyone that made me feel any less significant or loved than I had made myself feel. And just a little warning, once you do start loving yourself and learning your love languages and your self-love languages and building your confidence, people are going to get triggered. People that are used to seeing you small and insecure and afraid and desperate are going to be very triggered. By the new you and that will be your indication that you are on the right path and the natural falling away of any toxic people or people that are not there to see you blossom and bloom will be your greatest asset moving forward and the people that truly love you will see you loving yourself and be cheering for you, encouraging you. And that's how you'll know who to keep around and who is truly in your life because they love you and who is truly there because they saw you as someone to compare themselves to and feel better about themselves. Be very aware of this. But it doesn't matter because as you grow in self-love, you will also grow in universal love and just have more compassion for everyone around you and where they're at in their own journey. And you're not going to take their projection or their offense personally. So with that, once again, I hope everyone has an absolutely magical year. So numerologically, this is an eight year so when you add up basically all the digits of 2024 it equals eight and then in numerology eight is the symbol of eternity because it's like the infinity symbol but like vertically right so eight being the infinity symbol symbolizes all of the things that are infinite such as strength determination love and generally this year promises a profound transformation internally for everyone that's been doing the work as i know you are because if you weren't you wouldn't be listening to this podcast and i'm so fucking proud of you and thank you for being here and thank you for listening so it's all about 2024 is all about staying true to yourself and true to your ideals no matter what is going on in the world on a cosmic scale and just marinating in the abundance that is coming for you for doing all of this deep internal work and excavations 
And it all starts with loving yourself. So in the words of mother RuPaul, if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Lessons from Love Addiction. Love donations are always accepted. And if you enjoy the show, please don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast.